chunk of star wars because obi-wan has debuted and it is also star wars celebration which means there's a fair amount of star wars news as well yay but first we've got ryan that's me hello we've got jen hi and we should have kevin later on kevin is (laughs) hopefully (laughs) Yeah, see if he posts bail in time. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan? Yes? What's in the news for this episode? Oh, trailers, trailers, trailers. You want trailers? I got trailers. (laughs) First we saw, finally, She-Hulk. And then the internet lost its shit and complained about the CGI... And then they put out another. Uh, they put it out again with upgraded CGI. It's like, relax, oh. people. The movie's not done. The show's not done yet. I didn't know they put it out again with upgraded CGI because I thought the CGI was a bit wonky too. Just to like this morning. Oh, I haven't so, seen it. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen it. I just saw the post about it. Ah. Uh, I didn't care because it's the first teaser trailer. Yeah. Like the show, we're going to see the show in August. They have plenty of time to polish it up. Yeah, no, I know. I noticed it was wonky, but I wasn't like, this is ruining everything. I was like, oh. <laughs> you ruined my childhood. They're still mm-hmm. figuring it out. Cool. <laughs> Thoughts? Anyone? Yeah, I, I thought the trailer looked fine. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a nice, like, light show for the, the MCU. I'm trying to remember what happened because it's been a long week. Yeah. And I watched it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk's I in it. That was cool. Yes. I liked it when he's uh, talking to her, his cousin and he's helping her try to control her change. And he gets all, she changes like, and gets all excited. He's like, yes, yes. And then she like, tears the door off. And he's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. So I'm happy yeah. that he's in it. I mean, it only makes sense that he would be. Um, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm trying to remember what it was. And I don't remember disliking it, but I'm not as excited for it as I am for other trailers. Mm, uh, okay. But I mean, it looks good. I'll still watch it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we see Abomination in both human and Abomination form. <laughs> in the cell that, that he goes back to during um, Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. Gotta watch that movie again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't. Looks good. Coming this August. Yeah. 
Um, then, uh, okay, moving on, more Marvel. Uh, we got another short tease for Miss Marvel. Uh, that one we saw a little bit more and some new footage, some more talky talky. Um, <laughs> see her using her powers a bit. Uh, yeah, looks more of the same. I think that one's going to be another lighthearted, not as dark Marvel show. Yeah, I'm more looking forward to Ms. Marvel than I am for She-Hulk. Uh, but again, I only know Ms. Marvel through Squirrel Girl, so it's going to be different than what how I know her. So, it's, yeah. But I'm still more I'm still looking forward to it more than the other shows. You should uh, you should pick up her trades. At least that very the first one I've read yeah. uh, those stories and they're pretty good. I asked Brent a long time ago to get me Ms. Marvel and he still hasn't. Okay. I'll uh, I'll pin a note I'll I'll pin a note to his locker at the at work and uh, to remind him to get it for you when he gets it. You know, the funny thing is, is that when Brett started this job, I was like, I'm gonna have to send you to work with a note pinned to your shirt saying that you're not allowed to spend money, and I'm the one that's been buying spending money. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, I'll at least give him give you that bone, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> Uh, we have a new Mission Impossible coming our way. This one is Mission Impossible 7, and we got our first teaser trailer for it, where we get to see Tom Cruise run a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah. And the more he runs in a movie, the more money it makes. So. <laughs> so basically his best movie would just be him running for two hours? Well, that has to be a point. Maybe Does it? Some... Well, Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not a movie. It's just a yeah. video of somebody running. Yeah. Just be chased I mean, by something. make a movie about a runner? He should. Did he? I don't know if he did. I, I want to say he did. Well, he might have. Oh, not if action Naruto. Not <laughs> action Naruto. Actually, yeah. <laughs> He's a little old. Um, and he doesn't run the same way. No. But as we were saying before we started recording, I have seen all of the Mission Impossibles. I could not tell you the plot of any of them. Yeah. I could tell you scenes that I remember. Yep. I'm pretty sure his character's name is Ethan. Yep. Simon yep. Pegg is in them, and he's my favorite part. Yep. That's all I know. And, but I've go. seen them all. <laughs> yep. Well, it looks like maybe some part of the plot of this one is the the secret organization that he works for is maybe being disbanded. Wasn't that the plot of the last one? Or maybe the one before that? No, I think the last one, he was being framed for something again. That happens a couple times to him. Yeah. But I think it sounds like this time people, because they're talking about like picking a side and the old ways are dead and blah, blah, blah. So, yep. We'll see. We'll see. Um, This one, I think, was a much better new trailer. Uh, we got another, we got the full trailer this time for Thor Love and Thunder. Yay! I'm really looking forward to this movie. I bet you are. <laughs> Not just because of the flick, although uh, that really, yeah. that helped. Not gonna lie. I hope it's not blurred out in the actual movie. Well, I can see them showing his butt, but I don't think they're gonna show full male, full frontal male nudity in, uh, in a Marvel yeah. Disney movie. No, but I'll settle for butt. <laughs> Takes what I can get. <laughs> um, I had I was talking with the coworker about this, and because we see Zeus, mm-hmm. and you know, so you know, like we keep speculating, Brent, maybe are we going to get Hercules? Mm. 
my prediction, we don't get Hercules during the movie. The second bonus scene after the credits is going to be Hercules showing up after the events of what we see happen there. And he'll maybe they'll still be like chicks passed out or something. He'll be like, like kind of like, oh, what I miss? Uh, Yeah, I'm just kind of like pop in like that and like be a little funny thing and that's it. That's all we're going to see. Who's playing him? That I don't know. I can't go that far. Mm. I've given you the scene. I can't give you the the actor. The one thing I liked about this trailer, or one of the many things I liked about this trailer, um, I like that Valkyrie seems to be a a bigger role. That I thought she was just going to be stuck in New Asgard, but like she's obviously there when they go to, I'm assuming Olympus, which is where the Greek gods are from. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I wasn't too sure about Natalie Portman, but she looks good. Like, I think, I think that the three of them are going to be good. And I love that Thor is still kind of hung up over Jane, even though it's been a while. What was it? What does it go? Uh, six years, five yeah. months and 27 days or whatever. And she is totally not. She's like, what's it been like? Three like two years? years, two, three years. And he has like it down to the day. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how all this is integrated with um, the guardians of the galaxy crew. Yeah. I don't think we're going to have them for very long. Like they'll no. just be at the beginning and then that'll be it. Yeah. Well, is was it you was telling me about the the short runtime? Yes. It sounds oh, like it's it's only like a 90 just over 90 minute movie. Oh, it's short. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Something like that. Like it's it's less than 2 hours for sure. I hope it's like so packed that it doesn't it feels like it's a like it, it it feels like it's it feels like it's over quick in a good way and it's not like that was too short. Yeah. But I'm I've liked I've I've generally liked all of the Thor movies, even the first two, when he wasn't this fun Thor. Um I definitely like it better that he was given the opportunity to be more comedic with the character and grow a bit more. Um like I mean I didn't even mind the second one. Oh. Okay, I just double-checked on the internet. Apparently, I lied. Oh. I was misinformed. It is just over. This is, it says here that it's two hours and 13 minutes. Yeah, but they were saying say. it's the shortest one, and they show that Doctor Strange is two hours and six minutes. Oh, maybe so, they were misinformed. Maybe I'm looking at... Maybe this article I'm looking at is wrong. So, either way, I did hear it's not very long, that it's a shorter... Well, two hours and 13 minutes is still pretty long. It's almost two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Well, depends how you look at it. Yep. Next. Uh, oh, sorry. I was just looking at another article. Next. Next, we've got... Oh, this one was a very short, short, short teaser trailer. This one was like, yeah, 30 seconds to a minute tops. Uh, it was our first look at the new Predator movie called Prey. Mm. And uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Brent, but this one is supposed to kind of take place in Earth's past in like uh, the new world type North America where, you know, it's like appears to be predators hunting or like combating with uh, Native Americans. Oh, wait, I did see that teaser. Yeah, it's very short. So, like, I can completely see how you like your your brain may have like tricked you into 
not thinking that you had seen it. No. Um, yeah, it what? takes place in like the 1700s, apparently. Okay. And uh, it's, it revolves around a woman who is, according to Wikipedia, fiercely protects her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator. Yeah. Didn't Predator take them to his planet? Uh, well, it's Before. a different predator each time. The predators are a species. It's not one dude. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah the, um, the, the there's been, not including the Aliens vs. Predators movies, there's been uh, Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and then The Predator was the last one. Uh, before Prey came out. I think that's maybe why they went with Prey. <laughs> it's like we we need, we need a, another like little uh, thing up on here. Time so. for a little reset here. Uh, Editor's yeah. five. <laughs> yep. Um, so we should be seeing that on Disney Plus because it's a Hulu yep. uh, original. And it, according to the article I'm looking at now, it's going to be on Disney Plus internationally. So nice. I'm looking forward to it because I, yeah. I like the the first Predator film is definitely the best out of the lot. It is so 80s action. It's oh, yeah. Like, it's, it is, it's a classic. Yeah. Like there's the, no doting. That's it. They, yeah. But the uh, the second one, the second one isn't bad. Um, I was recently sick and kind of watched like the first three. And I really like the third one, Predators. Um, that's the, the one what, when they're on the, the predator planet, right? Yeah. Or their, their game preserve or whatever yeah. you want to call it. I really like that one. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, but we'll, nope. uh, I we'll really, see. as much as people don't like them, I enjoy the predator versus alien movies or alien versus predator. However, it's set up. Um, especially I, I enjoy as a movie watching, I like watching the second one more than the first one. I would agree with that. But I like some of the lore that's introduced in the first one. Like that the the whole uh, predators and aliens and using the aliens uh, for like a proving ground for the uh, young predators as they go out to hunt yeah, and stuff yes. like that. And so, hey, Kev, did you see Prey? I did not watch Prey. I have not had time to watch Prey. Well, it's just a teaser trailer. Oh, no, I did not see it. The movie itself isn't out yet. No. Sorry, I haven't, haven't caught it yet. That's okay. Hey, everybody, look, Kevin's here. I'm hey, here. Yay! <laughs> um, okay, good. Just in time for the good stuff, too. Okay. Uh, we got a teaser trailer for Andor. Yes, we did. Uh, everybody saw it. Everybody yep. likes it. Yep. Well, I mean, Doesn't it didn't tell really us a tell you much. Goddamn thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, what we learned from that Star Wars celebration about Andor is we're getting two seasons. Okay. Each season is going to have twelve episodes. Oh, they're long seasons. Yeah. Season well, one long for Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Season one premieres August 31st mm. with two episodes and is set five years before the events of Rogue One. Cool. Season two will bridge the subsequent four. So it's pretty much like a season one is that one year. And then season two is going to bridge the gap 
between like with those four the next four years and the ending of that season leads straight into Rogue One. Ooh. Nice. So that one kind of interview where we heard Alan uh oh, what's his name? Uh the the voice of K two. Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Thank you. Then he said something about not being in season one, but he's in season two. Oh good. And we were all kind of like what? What is he talking about? They haven't even announced the season two yet. What's he, what kind of what's he smoking? And it's yeah. like, well, maybe that's what he's talking about. Yeah. And especially if season one is like one hour or one year of the five, you know, out of those five, and then the next one takes, you know, that, that could totally be a yeah. He joins in the next year. Oh, I'm glad he's in it. I love K two ISO. But he may not be in it until the second season. So mm, that's okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we got that to look forward to, um, a surprising announcement out of Lucasfilm. Uh, we have an image and a release date for Indiana Jones five. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming our way June 30th, 2023. Wow. So next year. Are you purposely leaving my favorite trailer to the end? Cause I'm like jumping in anticipation. Probably. <laughs> There's been so um, much Star Wars news coming out of Celebration these last couple of days. Oh yeah, just that, especially that first day. There wasn't a whole lot of the, too much. I don't that I noticed. Today. You have not checked the news in the last half an hour, then have you? Because I've got some stuff that's just okay. Well, then we'll just have to wait. Maybe you haven't. Well, we've been on here for the last half an hour, so <laughs> been a lot of news. <laughs> um, so where was I? Oh, okay, so they announced the new uh, Jude Law starring Star Wars. Uh, thing, I don't know if it's a series or a movie. Um, Skeleton Crew, mm-hmm. which from the sounds of it, this is the one we discussed last episode, I believe. That's being done by the spider by the Spider Man guy. Yeah, uh, yep. where it's like a crew, of, like a young crew of uh, working their way on an adventure across the galaxy just after uh, Return of the Jedi or something. So, yeah, they're they're referring to this as. The Amblin TV show, which is the Amblin was Steven Spielberg's film company that made yeah. like, you know, like Goonies and Back to the Future and stuff like that. Okay, so it's, see. it's not like it's a show that stars kids, but isn't like a kid's show, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yep. That makes sense to me. That Thank you. Because I, I saw the Amblin. I didn't quite I didn't look into it to see what they meant. I kind of. Had an idea, but that just clears it right up for me. Thank you. Um, we got in the new announcement for a new Star Wars game, the follow-up to Fallen Order called Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks, you know, it's going to be uh, for next-gen uh, systems only. So, uh, yeah, everybody has to upgrade to be able to play it. Oh, I just got my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, we get an announcement for season three of The Mandalorian. Yay! It is coming in February of 2023, so we have to wait mm-hmm. a few more months for that one. Uh, and then my last little bit of Star Wars celebration news was we got our first trailer for Willow. Mm-hmm. Woo! Is that what you were waiting for, Jen? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That's what I'm, Willow. Other than The Last Unicorn, Willow is one of my absolute favorite 80s fantasy movies. And I watched it to death, and I read the books, 
And I wish I still had the books, but I guess I got rid of them at some point. Uh, and I'm just so excited there's going to be a TV show. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, so that's it for me for Star Wars news. So what you got, Kevin? Hit us okay. with the hot news. So um, uh, they had their theme park panel today at Star Wars Celebration. Okay. Uh, it was announced that the old Star Wars ride, Star Tours, will be adding new destinations. So currently there are five destinations you could end up on the ride. They are adding a scene where you could end up on the plant on the ocean moon of Kefbeer, which is from the rise of Skywalker. That's the, the planet that the Death Star um, wreckage ended up on. And you would end up in the middle of the battle at Exegol. So that that's one thing. They have announced a ton more new merchandise for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, uh, including uh, Qui-Gon's lightsaber is one that you can now build at the lightsaber building store. Oh, you can build it? You can't buy it? Uh, I think, well, you you build it to buy. No, I know, but that's interesting. That would be the first one, because of the, the build ones, like the ones you build yourself, they've always been just new parts, not like not one to build that's an actual existing legacy saber. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, now, this is one that just got released hot off the press. They announced a new animated Star Wars series for young kids called Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Oh, cool. Uh, this is a new animated series that will be set during the newly explored High Republic era, which takes place centuries before the events of The Phantom Menace, according Ooh. to Lucasfilm. The series will follow a group of younglings as they study the ways of the Force and become Jedi and learn compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience, and friendship. While an exact release date has yet to be announced, we know that it will debut in the spring of 2023 on both Disney Plus and Disney Junior. Cool. Aw, uh, cute. Um... While announcing the series live at Star Wars Celebration, the creative team revealed that Yoda, whose early years have begun to be chronicled across the High Republic era material, will be making an appearance in the series. Hmm. Ah. So so there's one other little piece, um, because we haven't seen much movement in terms of a Star Wars movie in the last little while. Um, uh, but apparently the, at Celebration, they've confirmed that the next Star Wars movie is going to be that one that we uh, uh, found out, uh, I want to say last Celebration, that Taika Watatiti is doing. Oh. Yeah, so that, okay. it, hmm. that is scheduled to be the first new Star Wars movie, and we're looking at that at 2023, maybe 2024. Do we know if it's going to be like a new? Nope trilogy type thing or is it going to be a standalone we don't know anything all right yeah yeah so that's it yeah as listeners may remember there there was a bunch of movies that were in the works some of them have been scrapped some of them have gone completely quiet in the term in terms of rogue squadron that one was moved back to uh because patty jenkins is working on something else and so it looks like Taika is going to be the first one out of the gates with something new. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm curious to see. It, yeah. Like, that's assuming this movie happens. It could all fall mm-hmm. apart before yeah. it gets that far. Oh, who knows? Uh, and there is still talk. Uh, they have, uh, 
before celebration, I saw an article talking about uh, the uh, John Favreau. Not John. No, not John Favreau. He's always working on stuff. Um, the Kevin Feige Star Wars project. Mm. Oh yeah, That's there's talk of that too. Works. Yeah. That and then there was a little blurb about uh, that Star Wars acolytes that's being worked on. That's oh, the I one that's a that hundred years. The High Republic live action yeah. series. Yeah, a hundred oh, years cool. before the movies. Uh, and the one thing I read, uh, the woman, uh, oh, what's her name? That's in charge of Star Wars. She was uh, gushing about the person that was wor- run, working on it, saying that she has read like all the books and everything, and that it sounds like they're pulling a lot of expanded universe uh, content nice. to uh, make up this this uh, series or this 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 era of stuff. So, cue so we will the re rumors of Keanu Reeves playing Revan yet again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was uh, I was you were right about the lightsaber stuff, um, Ryan. It's not in the build a lightsaber. It's at Doc Ondar's de- uh, Den of Antiquities. Oh, okay. so it's a store where you can buy stuff. They've yeah. and they've uh, announced a few legacy lightsabers, including Darth Sidious lightsaber. Ooh, okay. Jedi Master Plo Koon's lightsaber. Okay. Uh, there's a new Obi-Wan Legacy lightsaber set. And the coolest thing that they have announced is you can buy a Camtono. Do you know what a Camtono is? No. No. It is a safe that have been used throughout the Star Wars franchise to hold things like oh. credits. And oh, the maker. ice cream maker. Uh, exactly. You can buy the ice cream maker. <laughs> they go on sale tonight at Galaxy's Edge. They're holding a an After Dark Star Wars event tonight. Oh my God. At Disney. Uh, the question, the question make... is, is, why didn't they just make an ice cream maker the they ice cream maker? Ice cream. Yeah. Uh, then there are new plushes um, and dolls. There's a new Ray doll. Um, and um, uh, a Gorg plush and a plush of a Therry, which is a frog looking thing. Um, you have to look at pictures of these. They are taking, they are voting on which lightsaber hilt uh, that fans want next. So there's all kinds of new um, merchandise um, happening at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Well, see, there was a fan vote that got us the Cal Kestis one released at Galaxy's Edge. Mm. So um, we need to win the lottery or yeah, pretty much. rob a bank or be sponsored by Disney or something. <laughs> one of these days. Can't afford any of this stuff and I want it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on from Star Wars uh, Celebration, I'm sure there'll be there's going to be more news and we may end up having to do a quick little... Uh, News hit next week just to get through it all, but who oh, knows? Uh, oh. More Star Wars news. They just announced that uh, character meets, uh, including The Mandalorian, Grogu, Boba Fett, and Fennec Shand, will be in the parks starting tomorrow at Galaxy's oh, Edge. I want to meet Grogu. Yeah. And then take him home, and he will be mine. <laughs> uh, okay. So moving on, <laughs> uh, we got some news. Remember that Apple TV Godzilla Monster Verse TV series? Mm-hmm. I brought it up before. We actually have some news. They have hired uh, WandaVision director Matt Shackman to be uh, to direct episodes and executive produce the series. 
So that should be interesting. Looking forward to that. Uh, oh, here you go, Jen. Did you hear about this one? Amazon is working on a live action Shira series. Oh, cool. And has tapped Nicole Kessel to both direct and executive produce the uh, pilot for Amazon. Uh, you best know uh, Nicole Kessel is best known to us. Um, she was uh, uh, directed, or she was executive producer and directed three episodes of HBO's Watchmen. Hmm. So uh, there's no, like, that's all there is for news for it. But apparently, there's going to be a, possibly a Amazon Shira live action series, which is interesting because Netflix has the He-Man rights. That would be cool. So maybe that's why we aren't seeing any references to She-Ra in the Netflix He-Man stuff. Does Netflix rights. have the She-Ra rights too? Because She-Ra was on Netflix. Well, maybe not anymore. If 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 Amazon's doing a lot, a lot oh, of Amazon's show. Doing, okay, I missed yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Okay. Oh, there's a, this new game coming out for people that love little fight the fight games like Smash Brothers and stuff like that. Warner Brothers has their own version called uh, WB Multiverses. Oh, I saw some clips from some uh, uh, cutscenes on that yep. game, and it looks so, crazy. Yeah, they had a new trailer come out where you get to see all kinds of different characters teaming up, uh, like Batman and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Um. Harley Quinn and Bugs Bunny was it Bugs Bunny? Oh, was yep, she was Bugs is in there. No, she was with Taz, I think. Harley uh, Quinn with Taz because she, uh, you know, he, she was like a hyena, right? So she, you know, t- eh. somebody else was with Bugs Bunny. Um, but in the end, and then like Superman and the Iron Giant. Yeah. So it'll be Aww. looks like a fun, you know, smash them up fighting game coming to a system near you. Uh, and then my last little bit of news is um, the CW has continued with their chopping block of TV shows and Riverdale has been canceled after its seventh season. Oh, well, and are you season. surprised like I am that that was actually seven seasons of yeah. Riverdale? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, more breaking Star Wars news. Uh, Dave Filoni has announced that he is directing currently several episodes of Ahsoka. Okay. So he will be Uh, behind the camera. Yeah, it doesn't really surprise anybody, I think. But yeah. Whereas Obi Wan has one director for the whole series. Yeah. But the other ones, those other ones, always they've had multiple directors, right? Yeah. Obi Wan's been the exception to the rule, but Yeah. yeah. Um, did we talk about Doctor Who news and the and the new Doctor? Did we talk no. about that last episode? No, because it hadn't been. I don't think it was announced yet. I didn't think yeah. so. So, um, Shudi Gatwa is the new Doctor Who. He will be the fourteenth Doctor. Um, he is best known from his role on Sex Education. Apparently, he was the last person to audition for Russell T Davies. And somebody else was pretty much guaranteed the part, and Shudi Gatwa came in and blew them away. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, that's the that is the um, the the, the story info, so far. The story I've heard here. They have also talked about his companion, and uh, let's see here. 
Uh, now he's also this. He's is he African? He is. Um, he is Scottish by, uh, but originally from Rwanda. His Rwanda. Okay, Rwanda. Because he is technically, I guess, the first doctor of color. Yes, yes, and of course there is some blowback from the idiots um but here's the interesting thing um the star of the tv one of the stars of the tv show heartstoppers her name is yasmin finney and she's joining the cast of doctor who as the doctor's companion she is also a person of color Hmm. and she's playing rose tyler oh that's intriguing yes hmm Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to so, have to catch up on my Star or on my Doctor Who. So, um we're not quite sure what this means exactly. And and I, in fact, I'm not even sure if it's Rose Tyler. It's just been announced that she is playing the Doctor's companion Rose. Um but still. Yeah. Um also in Doctor Who Ooh. news, uh, David Tennant is filming for Doctor Who. That's oh. our 10th Doctor. He's been filming with Catherine Tate, mm-hmm. who played Donna. Ooh. So, what is he filming for? Not sure exactly, except we know that um, there is going to be a Doctor Who special that is part of the 100th anniversary of the BBC celebrations for next year. Next year is also the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. So, um, yeah. So there's lots and lots of stuff going on in the Doctor Who universe. We're not sure what any of it means yet. Um, uh, I'm excited about the the, the next uh, Jodie Whittaker episode, which is coming this fall, because uh, classic companions Ace and... Tegan, uh, who are companions of the seventh and fifth doctors, uh, are in this episode. So, um, yeah, there's lots of timey wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff going on, and I cannot see wait to see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that's gotta... my uh, Doctor Who universe. Right, I might just watch it without you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's uh, he. There's more like toy Star Wars news that's filtering in. I guess maybe the end of the day has just happened, and they're just like, "There you go." Well, they so are three hours. Maybe uh, uh, they're three hours behind us too, right? It's it's only yeah. So it's like six might be, o'clock. Yeah, there. Might the uh, the guys over at the Collectorverse might have to uh, to fill in a uh, a bunch of stuff that's popping up. Oh, don't worry. There'll be Star Wars toy news in the next episode for sure. But that's why I was just yeah. saying, you know, like I, like I teased before, I'm sure there's going to be some big announcements tomorrow because it's, it's Saturday. There's not mm-hmm. they can't do everything on Friday. Um, yeah. We so that's why I suggest you know who knows we may need to make a quick little uh, you know Star Wars recap episode to come out after this just to. They have also just announced that the playlist that Rex plays at Oga's Cantina in Galaxy's Edge will be released on, on all the music services uh, soon as well. Nice. So you, I can you get can, that in my Sims game. <laughs> you can go to Batu and just oh yeah, you can do. There's a whole Batu yeah. thing in Sims, isn't there? Oh man, the Sims community hates the, the Batu pack, oh. and I honestly don't blame them. The play is kind of boring, 
But it's got some cool things in it. And now my Sims can have a droid or learn lightsaber battles if I wanted them to. Oh, there you go. That's they are right also there. releasing some of the music uh, that a character named Gaia sings on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, there so, you go. So there's Galactic Star Cruiser music being released as well. Nice. Cool. All right. And uh, so we uh, shall we move from the news to the, the big review? Yeah, sure. Let's keep the Star Wars train rolling, baby. Yeah. I've only watched episode one of Obi-Wan so far. So uh, but free, I haven't had time. Time <laughs> time keeps on slipping. But slipping. I have so much to talk about the talk second of, episode. Talk about episode two. I, I hey. will be watching it as soon as we're done recording here. So I might be watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so which brings us to our review of Obi-Wan episodes one and two available on Disney Plus as you're listening to this. Um, spoiler warning. Spoiler <laughs> warning. There, There's probably going to be a lot of them for not only this series, but um, probably Rebels if you haven't finished it yet. And which, why haven't you? Because that show's been done for like three years now. And it's Star Wars in general. Yeah, and like the comics, and like the, I think this, we're going to go deep on this one. <laughs> Brent has questions. Yeah, I have questions. Um, so let's let's start with the review with Jen because Jen has uh, out of us is the one who's been pretty steadfast and like she likes Star Wars. Like I mean, she loves Star Wars. But it is the uh, it is the trials and tribulations of the space wizards that really do it for uh, Jen. So um, this show looks like it's going to be up her alley in that way. Um, go ahead, Jen. What did you think? Well, there wasn't really much space wizardry in these two episodes. Um, I'm honestly looking forward more to where it's going to go based on these two episodes. Uh, I really I enjoyed them. I, I mean, I, I have a soft spot for Ewan McGregor, and who doesn't? Um, and it was really nice to see him reprising this role. And I like to—I like that he just has basically got this. He's given up attitude. Like he knows that the age of the Jedi is over. He—he's like, we lost. Uh, you know, stop trying to bring back the glory days. They're gone. And he's just kind of resigned himself to babysitting this kid who Owen Lars doesn't even want him to know in any way at all. And he's just like, you almost feel like he's like, well, this is, this is my punishment for trying to make the galaxy a better place and failing. And he's just kind of resigned himself to this. Uh, what I didn't expect and neither did Brent was the whole Leia plot of it. Like going to Alderaan, seeing uh, I'm gonna call her Baby Leia. I know she's ten; she's a child, but Tod toddler Leia. No more child Leia. The, but, the, 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 she looks much younger than ten. Yes, uh, she's freaking adorable, and I love I love that we get to have a Star Wars show that has Alderaan in it. Like you can see Alderaan. I've read about it. I've read a bunch of books that take place on Alderaan, but I love that you actually get to see it now. Yeah. And you see her family and you see how she grew up. And I really love that the focus isn't on Luke as all the previous movies are uh, like the original, obviously, but that the focus is more on Leia, at least for these two episodes. Nick, you barely even see Luke and I don't even think they call say his name. They just call him the boy. Um, so I'm really, really hoping that 
at least a couple more episodes. I know it's only like six episodes long, but I, I hope that we get at least a couple more episodes of Obi-Wan and Leia. And I really love that this is her first interaction with the, with the universe and her first interaction with the Jedi. And I love that even as a 10 year old, she's Leia. Like she is confident. She is collected. She is, you know, she's in charge and, you know, she's smart. And I really love the focus on her. Um, so I'm hoping that that keeps going. That's not at all what I expected this show was going to be about. I don't know what I was expecting, but I didn't think Leia was going to even be mentioned in it. So mm. I really love that this is kind of how it swung. Um, and I really am looking forward to seeing how, well, how it's all going to fit in with the grand scheme of things. Because in the original trilogy, Leia doesn't mention that she ever knew Obi-Wan. Well, but she, I mean, right now she only knows him as Ben. Exactly. So I'm wondering if, you know, and also, I mean, how many people do you remember that you met when you were 10? Exactly. But I think that this experience is going to have an impression on her that makes her see the Jedi as the heroes that they used to be. And that's why she entrusts uh, R2's plans and why she's okay with like the Jedi and all that stuff going in in the why she could be joining the rebellion in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So she sees I, I like that it's going to be a show not just about Obi-Wan but about how Leia's worldview is formulated and I'm hoping that's where they go with it. Um so yeah, that's my overall impressions. <laughs> I'm excited for more. All right. Uh, let's go with Kevin. So I've only had a chance to watch episode one. Um, I love that we, this was our first ever, I don't, I, I'm not up on all the animated stuff, but this, I think it was our first ever glimpse of the planet Alderaan and mm-hmm. what Alderaan was like before, before, uh, episode four. Um, exactly. and it looks beautiful. I, I would like to live on Alderaan. Um, uh, Leia's, Leia's cousins are jerks. <laughs> um, um, so that's nice to know that everybody's family has jerks in it. Um, um, uh, I liked, I liked that they, in, in the first episode, they introduced that other Jedi when the Inquisitors come to town and they say Jedi, Jedi, yeah. uh, 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 feel compelled to show compassion. And that guy was like, yep, this is me. I'm going to do that. And, um, uh, ends up strung up. Uh, in this town square yeah. for it. Um, yeah, I felt bad for him, but uh, also, if he'd listened to Obi-Wan, um, he will, uh, you know, he would have probably stayed alive. Uh, mm. So, um, I thought that was interesting. Um, I, I don't know why the third, is it the third sister? Why she uh, has it in for Obi-Wan. There's got to be a reason that um, mm. she has it in for him. Uh, why him. I'm wondering if maybe she was. Could she have been one of the. Um, one of the younglings that. That was like. Could she have been studying That's at the awful. Jedi Temple? Maybe. They did say we found you in the. We picked you up out of the gutter. That could have been more. Uh, um, truth than just uh, an idiom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And a lot of the Inquisitors come out of the the Jedi ranks in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Like the in Rebels, the Grand Inquisitor was later revealed to be a former Jedi Temple guard. So yeah. Um, yeah. So the first episode has hooked me. I am intrigued, and I, I as, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to watch episode two. All right, Ryan. Um. So. Once again, yeah, as everybody else loved it, can't can't wait to see more. Uh, some of the things that stood out to me for me were, um, I was like, wait a minute, is that Flea? Yes, <laughs> yes, it was Flea. It is. That's what Brent said. Say, like, uh, perfect casting for a Star Wars like space villain. Perfect. <laughs> it just it has that look already, right? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leia's little droid sidekick. As soon as oh. I saw it, yeah, I was like, no, no. "Oh, if they don't make a toy of this thing, I, I don't." And because it's so small, like at actual size, they're missing out. Well, guess what? Yeah. I saw advertised already today, uh, <laughs> available for pre-order on June first. Nice. Uh, does it, it doesn't move? hover, ah. but but it does have a stand that makes it look like it's floating. It is electronic and uh, interactive. Cute. Um. No, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, the I think we'll find out that of the child that group of children we see or younglings trying to escape the temple. I would not be surprised to find out that the uh, the third sister is one of them. Yeah. Because mm. otherwise, what was the point of seeing that specific group? Yeah. I think they were showing you that this was taking place right after Order sixty nine. Like I think Six, they were sixty six. Sixty six. Order 69 is a whole different thing. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching the wrong Star Wars show, I guess. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, um, yes. Either that or the you know, the other thing the other thing could have been that the young the uh, the young male Jedi that we see get killed was one of them. But yeah. uh either way. So yeah, that young male Jedi that we see getting killed, I think back to what Kevin was saying, that was like the perfect kind of juxtaposition of what Obi-Wan used to be versus what he's become. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why they had him. And, you know, Obi-Wan is basically like, see, yeah, if I hadn't changed and become more cynical, I'd be strung up there now. And see, it's very interesting that we're seeing this Obi-Wan. So it's like, because he doesn't see, he's not this jaded when we see him in episode four. Yeah. So it almost like this is him, you know, it's, it's the midpoint between those movies and he's he's depressed. Yeah, he's he's you know everything that he loved and believed in is gone. Uh, he yeah. doesn't look like he's been able to contact Qui Gon for that training that Obi Wan said for that he was going to get him to do and he teach him how to do. Yeah. Uh, almost feel like maybe he's you know because of his emotional state has cut himself off partially from the Force. Yeah. Um. So in the second episode, we see him struggle to use the force. Yeah. At a, at a, at a certain, at a key moment. So um, it's interesting. I wonder if they very, I wonder if we'll find out like similar to what Luke, we see Luke do in the later movies, if he had maybe cut himself off. Maybe a little bit. Cause he basically like he's resigned himself to just basically living in the desert. Yeah, cut some meat and, and- yeah. Also, how long does it take a crate dragon to go bad in two suns in a yeah. desert? 
Well, is that like, a crate dragon or is that something else? I assume else? so. Could be something else. I assumed it was yeah. a crate dragon because that's the only giant creature we've heard about living in Tatooine so far. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there's something else that lives out there too. It is Tatooine. You never know. That's true. I also liked his space camel. Yep. <laughs> the throwback to episode one when we first saw them. Yeah. Um, I hope in these little adventures now that uh, that he's on, you know, the Leia being kidnapped and them contacting him to go rescue her is the perfect excuse to get him off planet. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. it's like you know, we kept we kept wondering what would be enough to make him leave Tatooine. Exactly. Um, I think it, it would be great, and it probably hasn't isn't going to happen if. In the traveling, you know, to get her back to the, her family, if they end up on Naboo. <gasps> oh, and yeah. We see, and we get to see Jar Jar. Uh, maybe. Think they can redeem Jar Jar? Sorry? Think they can redeem Jar Jar? They oh, kind of did that in the Clone Wars a little bit, so. And they did it in that, it wasn't in the, um, wasn't that a short story in, in your book there, Brent? Yeah, but they didn't really yeah. redeem him. They just said that he's like living Ooh. on Naboo as like a clown on the street. He is basically a jester. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was a but, sad story, but I kind of liked it for his ending. <laughs> um, the yeah, I just know, the very a lot of cool stuff. We see a clone. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice little like cameo. Yeah, it kind of shows that we're. Things have gone in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Just going to help a veteran out. Just sitting there in his old beat up clone armor. And it was a 501st clone too. Because it was the blue and white armor. So did the chip get, like once all the Jedi were gone, did they just turn the chip off? No. They, or is he still, still like. Well, the chip the chip was still activated you know, in yeah. them. It's just, that's why. Yeah. Unless they remove the chip themselves, then they will yeah. still kind of be like kind of anti Jedi and just believe everything they were told, right? But right. from the lore and everything that we've have been that has been established over time, they it move away be. from cloning and just recruit people, right? No, I'm more wondering why the the clone sitting there asking for help is not like going after Jedi. Well, he doesn't. Well. He doesn't play the first off. He doesn't know that necessarily know that he, that Obi Wan is a Jedi. Yeah. Um. He's been decommissioned. He's no longer part of the army. Like, a lot of yeah. the clones just kind of get kicked to the side or. Yeah, but when that or, happened, did they turn off the chip? No, the chip. The chip is always in their head, and it was just like it's like an impulse, right? Like the that one order was just they were told order, you know, order, you know. Now you now this is what you think. The Jedi are bad. So kill them. Unless they remove the chip. That's why like when yeah. Rex had his, he was trying to kill Ahsoka and then he had it removed and then he's kinda like, oh shit, yeah. uh no, I was just curious if, you know, when they decommission they're like, Oh, I guess we don't need this kill order anymore, and they just turned it off. Because no, it was I so easy to just, turn on. I think it's just something that's one of those, you know, suggestions that's activated and you know, and it's an order. Active. Yeah, it's just here's an order. Oh, it's okay. Now I think this way, and this is what I think until this chip is removed. Yeah, or oh. goes out dead or something. Yeah, that's well, at least my thought on the whole thing. But I'm just uh, curious. Yep. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I like it. I want more. Me too. Brent, what are your questions? Oh, I really enjoyed it. Um, you and McGregor, that like, is just so good. great in this. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and um, so, like, I don't want to, like, go, like, everybody, pretty much all of you guys have, like, got my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I just have, like, a couple, like, little things here and there and some, like, like, whoa, okay, what does that mean sort of thing? First thing is, is, like, the diversity of this cast is really interesting. Not in terms of, not just in terms of, like, race and uh, gender and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of that in it. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But the fact that, like, just, like, the people that they got to be in the show are just sort of, like, all over the place. So the, the young Jedi in the first episode... It like Jen was like, where do we know him from? And like, and looked through it, and like absolutely nothing. Yeah, looks familiar. Yeah, he, he just <laughs> like looks familiar. But where it, I recognize the name from once I dug a little bit deeper is you know that movie that came out uh, a couple of years ago, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler that was getting like all that Oscar buzz. Yes, mm-hmm. he's the guy, one of the guys who directed it. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I did know that. I had heard. Yes, yeah, so he's a, by the looks of his IMDb, he's also an actor. But it's just like, ah, okay, <laughs> and like Flea, Flea is in this, <laughs> and Flea has dabbled in acting before. He is in uh, the Big Lebowski. Yep, uh, and he is also in um, uh, the original Point Break. Yes. And he's he was one of the voices of uh what's that Nickelodeon cartoon, uh the Wild Thornberries. Oh yeah, oh, he was like the that. voice of like the the like the kid who never talked, who was just like an like an animal basically. Oh yeah, the wild kid. <laughs> yeah, but just like wow, just like really interesting, and the fact that they got like Joel Edgerton back as Uncle Owen from the the original. Oh, yeah prequels and like this is a guy who's gone on to be like a pretty solid actor in other things like most recently for us uh he was in the green knight and he's in that tv miniseries about the underground railroad that was on like you know he's uh he's done a couple like really solid things in the last little while he's also in that Exodus Gods and Kings movie, which wasn't particularly good. Oh, and uh, and Bright with uh, Will Smith. The, uh, oh, was he? The one with the, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's his partner. The, oh, he's uh, the ogre. Dude, the, oh, okay. He's the ogre guy. Really? <laughs> what? That's Uncle Owen? Oh. Can we just talk about Uncle Owen for just one sec, and then we'll get back to Brent's questions? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was just me, but I always kind of got the impression that, you know, they didn't want Luke. They were just like, well, I guess we'll take him because he's family, but meh, we don't want a kid. I love how protective he is. I love how Lars is being, He's he knows that he's the uncle and he's not trying to be a father, but I love the, how protective he is of Luke and how he's, you know, he doesn't want anything bad to happen to him in his own way. He's like, you know, stay away from all that Jedi nonsense. He's going to grow up on the farm. He's going to live on the farm. He's going to have a good life. So I, I just really liked seeing that side of him. You don't get much Uncle Owen in either the prequels or the original trilogy. Yeah. 
You also got to wonder if a little bit of that is like, and maybe this is just me reading more into it is like, if some of that is the, I know what his dad grew into. Oh, of course. I don't want that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't, well, of course, I don't think he knows that his dad is Vader. No, but he knows I, that his dad I, slaughtered a whole bunch of sand people. He's yeah. got to have some kind of idea of what went wrong because that's why he's like, oh, like you trained his dad. He said yeah, in the first that. episode, he, he said in the first episode that Anakin was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, even at, uh, at this point, Obi-Wan thinks he left Anakin for dead on that planet. He yeah. doesn't know yeah. that Anakin is Vader until she talks oh, to him. Oh, very bad. Right? Basically, all Owen knows is that, you know, this guy showed up uh, and basically went on a murderous rampage and then felt bad about it, sort of, but not yeah. really, and then left. So I'm like, if that's his first impression, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would be like, yeah, you know what? You don't want him, like, I wouldn't want anybody to associate, anybody from that part of his life to associate with Luke. I'd be like, you know what? You don't, that that doesn't exist. Well, exactly, you know, to him, he's like, what he knows of the Jedi, right? Yeah. If, if he listens... To any you know, any part of the propaganda the Empire put out there, say, well, they they turned to evil and they got killed. You know, they we got power hungry and 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 this this Obi Wan was responsible for trying to train Anakin and like you said, he met him and he went power mad and killed a bunch of you know sand people to save his mother. So yeah, yeah no, and Obi Wan probably told him a little bit when he dropped off the baby, you know. Instead of just like, here's a kid, bye. Yeah. Like, Please, where's, where's, the the mom? Di- where's the mom? Died due to a broken heart. Uh, okay, where's his dad? I uh, left him on fire without his legs and an arm on a volcano planet. Yeah, see, like, okay. he must have said a little bit about what happened to his parents. <laughs> but, so I don't blame Owen for having a bad impression, but I just really like that in spite of all of that, he is protective of Luke. Oh, yeah. Or he doesn't want him to become one of them Jedis and get, yeah. get killed. But, I mean, he could easily hold that against the kid, but instead yeah. he's being very protective yeah. of him. So I like that. Anyway, okay, back to what you were saying, Brett. <laughs> so the my main sort of question is... Um, and I'm not, I'm not one to be nitpicky about continuity and things because things change and ideas change and canon from one genre and one thing to another is uh is you know flexible flexible yeah. but uh, uh we saw the grand inquisitor get like outright like stabbed mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes. and Stab. probably dead i don't think he's dead he depends on how much well, of him is made out of thing. robot yeah um cuz we say, like if if rebels is still some sort of canon which i would be I like, don't see why it wouldn't uh, be. Why it wouldn't be. He shows up in that. Like, he, he yeah. dies. Uh, he dies in that. When he gets dropped off a bridge, basically. Yeah. I'm. It could be that, you know, being stabbed through the gut doesn't kill you. I mean, didn't they do that in Book of Boba Fett a couple of times? Yeah, got stabbed true. through the gut and then they just got turned into part ro- robots. Yeah. So it could be and, that, that that's what happens to the Grand Yeah, Kingdom. like, uh, that's what happened to Vader. So maybe yeah. they're. He's he's an alien, yes. so who knows where his vital organs are? Plus, yeah. they were it was, it was all cauterized instantly, right? So he just has a hole through his chest. 
<laughs> or stomach. Now, uh, here's another question for everybody. How long until we get the Obi-Wan Vader meetup or duel or whatever it ends up being? How long do you think until we actually see that? Oh, not do you think they like, save it until like yeah. the second last episode? Yeah, second to last or last episode. That'll be like maybe they see each other at the beginning of the second at the end of the second last episode and then we maybe get the duel at the beginning of that episode and then cuz you can't put that in like if it's you no know, episode 3 of a 6 episode thing like that's that's your big point that's your that's your apex having yeah. them meeting again exactly I, I think that's going to be a when they finally meet face to face i think that's going to be a really it's good. Hopefully they do it well. I think it's going to be a really important part in wh- what Obi-Wan says to Luke in the first one, how Vader betrayed and murdered his father. Mm-hmm. I think that basically that's how Obi-Wan's going to have to reconcile it in his head. That, yes, Anakin's dead and, you know, it's Darth Vader, a.k.a. the dark side's fault. And I think that he's not going to do that. Just like when Ahsoka was fighting Vader, he's not going to be able to do that until he fights him. Yeah. Until Obi-Wan fights Vader. Which is why it's like that's going to be a good one. I'm I'm curious. Like, there's so many other things like that sort of have to occur in this show to a certain extent, right? Like mm-hmm. Obi Wan. Like, just because we know what happens in the future, Obi Wan's got to get back to Tatooine, mm-hmm. and yep. I guess he's got to do it in such a way that Vader never suspects that he's still there. Mm-hmm. Well, right now they don't know where he came from. Yeah. So. But they're they're actively there. hunting for him and have an idea where he is now. Yeah. So at some point, like, I imagine that's what actually part of the show is going to be, is that, like, he may have to face up to the idea that he has to give up his job of protecting the boy in order to protect the boy. Yeah. Like, if they, if they track him back home, then everyone's fucked but then eventually he ends up back there because Luke knows about old Ben who lives in the desert yeah do you think we get any other uh other extended universe characters showing up that haven't been like outright like talked about Mm. could Ahsoka show up Mm. how old would Ahsoka be well, she could. She's, she's out oh, there. She's in the, around. Right? This yeah. is, she's alive she's around. at this time. She's, um, I don't think we will. Yeah, I would say no, just because she's going to be in hiding. Like, Yeah. I don't see us having seeing any more Jedi as much as I would like to see more Jedi. Yeah. Uh, if we see any other characters, like maybe some other side characters, it'd be interesting if we, if you know, since we've seen one clone, if we were to see Cody, who was like his right hand man during the Clone Wars, or Rex. I, I guess that'd be that... cool if we saw Rex, but I don't think we're gonna see Rex. Hmm. I think we'll see live. The, if we, uh... the live action Rex will be kept for Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, I hope we see uh, Kumail Nanjiani's character again. <laughs> I don't want to say much more because yeah. that's one part I don't want to spoil for Kevin because it was good. Yeah. 
It's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it, no it's, it, it's good. And, yeah. and, and for uh, there's no real reason for us to spoil it either. Like no. if it was a direct plot, super plot point, I would. But it's you can kind of skirt around it. It's good. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple characters that like I wonder from like the comics and stuff. We might like more of the uh, the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. We also don't know when yeah. they they come in and out, right? Like it's yeah. Vader's not a particularly good taskmaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I, there's been questions about the Emperor showing up. Um, Ian McDermott, or uh, McDermott, is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so. Sounds right. Um, so. He, he's been asked about it at Celebration, and he said, don't get your hopes up, which means he's either telling the truth or he's, like, flat out lying. One yeah. of the two. Um, I, I was curious if one of the bounty hunters that we see in episode two, if that was Forlom or not. It looks like him. I was looking for Grogu in the background of the Jedi temple scene. Just to see. <laughs> yeah. But no, I did not spot the uh, anything that could hold a baby Yoda. <laughs> I hope that actually I hope we get to see more of the younglings. Um, if that first one actually was one, I hope yeah. that if anything we find, and maybe this would help Obi Wan uh, kind of come to terms with, okay, maybe I'm not alone in the in the universe anymore. That the Jedi are still around, is that if we come across more real Jedi uh, mm. that are in hiding like him, and he realizes, oh, they're not all but extinct. You know, there are more out there. There's still hope for the Jedi. And I think that would be good for him. And that also would lead more into his character in uh, New Hope. Now, I joked with Jen about one particular character showing up. But I have thought about it a little bit more. Because when they were oh, when yeah. they're on the bounty hunter <laughs> ship after, the, uh, after Leia gets kidnapped, I jokingly said, I'm going to shit myself if Hondo's the one <laughs> who's oh. leaving the pirates. But I could, like, given his connection to Obi-Wan, I wouldn't be surprised if that's at some point a marker that Obi-Wan calls in Yep. to, like, get to wherever he's going at some point. Yeah, for a ride maybe or something sometime, yeah. It it might solve the problem of getting to Tatooine without uh, being tracked, right? Is this going to be the first Star Wars property without uh, R2? Uh, Where is R2 right now? He would be with the, the Organas, I would yeah, think. Yeah, so we could see him. Yeah. Was that was that 3PO we see at the party? No. There's a there's a couple 3PO's, so it's hard couple, to say. Because yeah. there were some protocol droids, and there was one that was golden. Yeah, maybe the one that she, the one that she, there was the one that she thanked, and it had a female voice. Yeah, no, but there was another was, one. That one was more that you see before yeah, that. There was because I first thought yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, is that three PO? Yeah, but where would three PO be right now? I guess three PO would be with R two on Alderaan somewhere. Well, yeah, wherever that Captain Antilles. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Who could be at that party if he's you know because he's a captain of the one of the ships one of his main of his main ships so. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, and I, I guess we, I guess R two wasn't in the solo movie, was he? 
No, I don't think so. No. Maybe no, that was no the only reason one for the two of them, for either one of them to be in that movie. Maybe that's the the only Star Wars movie that he's not in. Maybe. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, well, if you listen to the show, you're probably gonna watch Obi Wan anyways. <laughs> yeah, I should so, hope so anyway. So yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm enjoying it, and I, we all are, and we'll we'll see how it shakes out. This is two episodes out of six. Yes, yeah. yes, and it goes back to Wednesdays after this. New oh, okay. episodes so come out on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. This was just a special thing they moved it for you know first off because it's about to line up with Star Wars Celebration. And also today, um, the new season of Stranger Things came to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, I've watched the first episode of that, and it's creepy. Did you notice that the first that there was a um, uh, a warning uh, bef- at the beginning of the ep- of the Kenobi episode that said um, there are certain scenes in, the, in this fictional series that some viewers may find upsetting. They added that after the school shooting last week. Yeah. Wow. Because of wow. the massacre of the Because the ones. teacher gets murdered and the, and the kids have to run away from... Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, not great. No. no, and it's, you know... It's, we don't really like to talk about real world stuff too too much on this show. No, just get, we're in some many ways we're not qualified, but uh, you know, just a, a simple uh, gun control seems to work in every other country. I'm pretty sure it could work there too, yeah. if mm. they would actually go for it. Uh, anyways, let's. Uh, get Anybody to, got? Yay, any Star Wars. Picks? Yep. Oh, I had picks. one and I forgot what it was. Hang on. Don't do me first. I got to look it up. Right, I've got one. I'll go first. You go first, right? So I picked up a comic this week that I probably wouldn't have normally, but I liked the cover. So I figured, eh, why not? So I picked up the first issue of Batman Fortress and read it tonight, and it's very interesting. Uh, there appears to be a more or less global blackout between uh, no power and communications and Batman is trying to figure out what's going on. It appears like it may be extra uh, caused by extraterrestrial means. And uh, yeah. So it's Gotham after dark. Everybody's you know, <laughs> The people are on the, you know, people got out. He's in the first issue. He goes ahead, you know, he has a run in with a few of Arkham's uh, uh, favorite characters, some of their frequent uh, flyers. <laughs> and um, he can't seem to find Superman. Doesn't know where Superman is because, you know, mm. he thinks something like this where Superman. So I don't know why it's called Fortress yet because, you know, Batman's not in a fortress or anything. You see him in his cave, but uh, it is a mini series, or at least you know, just it's some. It's not a black label, I don't think, is it, Brent? Um, no, I but don't it's think not it is part of like the main world either. <coughs> yeah, it's a self-contained appearance, you know, so far because well, 
the Justice League is dead in the main books. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know how many issues it's going to be, but I picked up issue one. It had a really cool, just like blue cover with Batman's head on it. That kind of his, his part of his head and the ears end up uh, morphing into like the Gotham skyline. And uh, so that attracted me and I gave the book a try and I'm enjoying it. So you and should give there, it a try too. And there is a little bit of a Star Wars connection with that book as it is written by Gary Whitta, who is one of the screenwriters on Rogue One. There you go. Ooh. All right, Kevin, do you got a geek pick? I do. Uh, we've been so busy talking about our Marvels and our Star Warses that we have not discussed what is currently the best show on television, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode four was released yesterday. And my gosh, this show is so good. It brings back the fun, light, bright Star Trek of days gone by. It's got a cast that's engaging that I want to know more about. Um, Anson Mount it may be the best Starship captain since Patrick Stewart. Um, he's he's that good. Uh, I like that they've balanced legacy characters with new characters. I'd like to see more of the new characters actually now. Um, and uh, I'm just having so much fun watching Strange New Worlds. The Enterprise looks amazing. Um, I like that they are doing individual episodic stories with character story arcs. So your <laughs> characters will get to know, I mean, we'll have continuing storylines uh, with our characters, but not an ongoing plot that is stretching through all 10 episodes. So um, uh, if you haven't given it a try, please do, because Star Trek Strange New Worlds is the answer to the question, what should you be watching on TV? It is Star Trek Strange New Worlds, people. Um, to chime in here, I have been watching it. I have to agree with Kevin. It is very good. And in this past episode, we got to see the Pike Maneuver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did. Pike is awesome. I like the one character I need to know more. Oh, there's a couple characters I need to know more about now. Uh, one is Ortegas. We don't know a lot about her. She's well, the which pilot. Are, okay, she, yep. She's very the pilot. Cool. She's cool. She's great, but we don't have we don't know anything about her yet. She no. hasn't gotten her episode spotlight yet. And the other one is Hammer. He's the um, Enar um, um, blind engineer. Uh, we just know he's a grumpy alien. Uh, that's pretty much all we know about him. Uh, we don't know why he's there, um, but I'm sure we will learn it. And I am excited uh, too because he's a fun character too. So I, I like the new security officer, Laan Nunian Singh. Yes. Yeah. Very a very familiar last name. Yes, and they've said right off the top that she, yes, she is related. She is a descendant of yes. So and had to uh, deal with that growing up. Yeah. So uh, six more episodes this season. Uh, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's already. Well, I know it's already been renewed for season two because I have a friend who works on that show, and uh, she's been sending me pictures from the set, which is crazy. Um, uh, um, is she gonna get us onto the set sometime? I wish she would. I don't know if she can. She's not. She's the medical advisor actually for the show now. Cool. So, yeah. I should pretend to be a medical person. <laughs> Fifty yeah. CC stat. I, I might like that and like. protect your friend a little bit when I do the edit this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you just outright said she was sending you pictures from the set. No, she hasn't. She has not broken her NDA. I will oh, okay. tell you that she has not broken her NDA. Uh, so, um, she's she sent me pictures of like the COVID, uh, the COVID, um, the snack bar and the COVID protocols. The COVID protocol signs. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, how you need to stand to bat left links away from each other yeah so all right jen all right so i just listened to uh, a book that was really good um i'm more back in the office now than i have been so that means more audiobooks to download uh so i'm using my friend's uh toronto public library card because they have a much better selection and i can download them directly to my app anyway that's not the point the book that I just finished listening to was called All the Murmuring Bones by A.G. Slatter. Um, and it is like a dark fairy tale type of a book uh, that takes place in Ireland. So the other re- reason why I mentioned specifically I listened to it is because the narrator uh, narrated the whole thing with an Irish accent, which I assume is her actual accent. But anyway, um, it just made the book so much more engrossing um so basically it's about the o'malley family uh and this family struck a deal with the myrrh who are basically myrrh men myrrh women uh, they just called them the myrrh and because of them basically the deal was uh they'll get they have their ships will never sink you know the sea will give them whatever they want and in return the o'malley family will give the sea a child every generation um but that has been going on for a long time and people cut you know history turns into fairy tales turns into legends so their side of the bargain the bargain kind of dwindled and nobody has been given to the sea so the fortunes failed and it's basically the last of the o'malley's um is a, a grandmother, and so I guess the second last of the O'Malley's, the last of the purebred O'Malley's, has a uh, has a granddaughter who is not a pure O'Malley, but she's as close as they can get because it's something with the blood. And this grandmother is determined to bring the O'Malley's back by rekindling this bargain with the myrrh. And it's the story is from the the uh, the point of view of Mirin, who is the granddaughter. And how she does not want any part of this. Uh, And she is basically being forced into this life she does not want. uh, All for the good of her family. Um, And it's how she tries to get out of this. Like generations long deal that's been with the the myrrh. And again away from her family and their toxicity basically. Um, It's definitely a fantasy. Like I said it's like a dark fairy tale it's got a lot of like twists and turns and secrets and magical creatures and it's really really well written and if you are the type of person who likes to listen to audiobooks like i said i recommend listening to the audiobook because the narrator is just so good uh and I just see that there's another book coming out by A.G. Slatter called The Path of Thorns. So I've added that to my uh, Kobo wish list <laughs> for when it comes out. But yeah, so it's called All the Murmuring Bones. And I highly recommend it. I think that um, 
if you like fantasy books, especially fairy tales, you'll really enjoy it. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. This. So, my turn. Your turn. <laughs> um, unfortunately, slash unfortunately, uh, there's a good chance the next little while my uh, geek picks are going to be comic book related. Because uh, <laughs> due to my I new job, why. I've been reading a lot more comics than I had been. Uh, I don't know previous. if that's going to fly with this crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to uh, point out, uh, did I do Twig yet? I feel uh, like we talked familiar. about it. I feel that I may have, so I, I, I won't point that one out again. Um, but yeah, Twig is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, look so for cute. it in your local comic shop. It's super fun. It's so um, cute. I'm actually going to uh, suggest uh, the latest run of The Punisher from writer Jason Aaron. Um, the Punisher is has taken over the hand, the the bad guy ninjas of uh, the Marvel Universe. Mm. And in the last, uh, we're up to issue three, and they have made a compelling argument why. And I'm not going to reveal it because it's a it's an interesting twist. And that twist is getting uh, more interesting by the issue. So, yeah, like it's part of it. Like part of it is very cynical. Like the, the Punisher's symbol uh, is changed. And this was a way to kind of change it for a while um, into more a uh, I won't even see say Japanese styled. Maybe it is, but it's like a, this, a demon. Yeah. Um, but it, because, you know, there's a bunch of right wing groups and other organizations who have co- kind of co-opted the Punisher skull symbol. So they, Disney wanted to get away from it and they figured out a good way of doing it within a story. And th- that story so far is pretty cool. I'm uh, curious to see uh, where it goes. And uh, I enjoy reading it, like, you know, when it shows up at the store. So, issue three. And uh, the the other thing, if uh, you've been enjoying uh, my th- my recommendations for pro wrestling, I recently watched uh, Desperado versus uh, Wheeler Yuta for the Super J Cup in Japan. Uh, like, chef's kiss of a match. It was just <laughs> awesome. That's it for this episode. Next episode, probably a bit more Obi Wan. Uh, Ms. Marvel using eleven days. Ms. Marvel. Woo! And uh, there, there might be some more movie stuff in there. I don't know how much there is for that we're going to get to see. There's probably going to be something, I imagine. But. I might try and see Top Gun at some point in the next two weeks. It's getting really good reviews. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, Although one Ed, of my Ed said it was awesome. Uh, one of my favorite movie reviewers, Movie Bob, pointed out that like, yeah, for all you younger folk, like thirty-year-olds who are making fun of this before the nostalgia train, you're about ten years away from getting like a fifty-six-year-old Vin Diesel in <laughs> Last of the Furious. <laughs> so maybe watch it. Uh, so uh, we will see you guys in two weeks but in the meantime Kevin where can people hear your lovely voice 
Well, the newest episode of Stage Whispers just came out. That is our all-news episode. And boy, is there a lot of theater happening in the area uh, moving into the summer. We're back, baby. Stages are reopened. It's great. Uh, You can also hear me on Galaxy Class, the uh, Star Trek The Next Generation podcast, which is now on the BQN. So, uh, um, listen, if you like Star Trek The Next Generation, give us into that show, too. So, there's lots of fun stuff over on BQN, too. So, uh, we're working really hard to make that network as cool as it can be. Ryan, where can people find you? Ah, well, other than here, uh, you can find me once a month with uh, Snowhawk Cosplay Ed Campbell as we talk all the things toys on Tales from the Collectorverse. The last episode, or the latest episode, came out a week ago, and uh, we actually, when we recorded, we were recording live on Instagram. Uh, Ed fired up his phone and the old tripod, and we were on Instagram live while we were recording the podcast. Cool. So uh, we may, we may try that again. We may not, who knows? <laughs> keep, uh, keep listening. Uh, keep checking our social medias on Instagram. You can find us at tales from Collectorverse, uh, And you can also find Ed at Snowhawk cosplay on all the different uh, platforms. And uh, yeah, well, we're gonna, there's going to be all kinds of toy news to talk about uh, in a couple of weeks. Now that uh, Star Wars celebration has happened. So fun, fun, fun. Yep. Jen, how's the Instagram been going? Uh, oh, I got to, maybe I'll do that this weekend. I got to take some more pictures. Um, just have too many things. Mm-hmm. So you can find me at uh, Dolls and Ponies. That's my Instagram page where I take pictures of my collections. Lots of Barbies, uh, my little pony, um, some toys from when I was a kid that I found in the basement of my parents' cottage, and I cleaned them up. And, uh, you know, cute things. (laughs) So I'll have to do a little bit of a photo shoot this weekend so that I can get caught up. I finished doing my Amidala collection, which took quite a few tries, and I had to lump them together. And now I'm uh, working on my Marvel Fangirl collection. So those are dolls by Madame Alexander that uh, I didn't even know existed until I saw them at a Going Out of Business Toys R Us in the States and then ended up buying all of them. So yay. Um. And you can always find me here. And before I throw it to Brent, I just want to shout out our Patreon. Yes. So we have. Uh, uh, you, you beat me. I beat you to, to it. it. <laughs> but go ahead. So we have another new patron. So thank you so much. Uh, so thank you to Karina, our newest patron. Yay. Ryan O'Vision. Uh, Alex. Team Woods, who also do our truenorthnerds.com website. Thank you. Uh, Mike Hammond, Gavin, and Rex. Yay, Thank you so much, everybody. We really appreciate anything that you can donate. And for just $3 a month, you can donate to our Patreon and help us uh, keep this podcast going. Um, Yeah, we appreciate it. So thank you so much. And now, Brett, where can people find you? I'm mainly here. Uh, I'm also doing my radio show, The Dark Side, out of Black Donnelly Radio. Uh, Go to Mixcloud and search Black Donnelly Radio. You'll find it... Right now, I'm. Uh, it's uh, it, because of the new job and getting used to schedules and stuff. It's not on hiatus, but it, it's coming and going more than I would have liked. But uh, should be back on track soon. Uh, next week is going to 
I, I am going to endeavor to make sure that I get an episode this week that's going to be all uh, Depeche Mode themed due to the the passing of Andy Fletcher, for, who was one of the uh, founding members of Depeche Mode. Uh, beyond that, um, I should, for those of our patrons, I've also been working on a new uh, little article on what uh, Brent likes, and uh, it should be up on the Patreon in the uh, the next uh, couple days, hopefully. Cool. So patrons get it first, and then it goes free to the world in, in a couple weeks afterwards. But, uh, cool. yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, come back in two weeks for another episode. Until then, uh, try and stay happy and healthy, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya. Set your phasers to sexy. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. Every single property they have yeah and one of them was game of thrones nice space jam dvd space jam dvd hasn't gotten old yet at least yeah. not from me Depends on all me. right all right you ready to go ryan yep all right okay bye ryan see ya <laughs> and that's all folks no they don't own us yet I'm gonna throw this all out. That's all, folks. I'm gonna throw this all at the back end. <laughs> all right, starting in three, two, one. <laughs>